What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Take Time Out with Trey Mosley. I am Trey Mosley, and today we have a very special guest. Uh, we on some town business today. And if you're from the Bay Area, you know what that means. She is a homegirl of the Bay Area, uh, now residing in San Francisco. But she's from the Oak Town. You know, she's still connected to the to the culture. <laughs> but um, we have my good friend, my sis, Miss Trakina White, is on the show today. Yay! What's happening? Round of applause. Yay, area. <laughs> See? I know nothing about that, but hey. they know all about that. What's going on, lady? I am so excited to be here. Remember, I told you, since we're going to be doing this in the evening, this is going to be the wine down. I have got my wine because I am You, you know down. what? It is, I always say, when it's your, your time, it's your time. So this yes. is your time right now. You yes. already taking time out. I do not have wine. I have uh, H to the O. It's, uh -huh. it's a... You know, it's a fan favorite. Um, mm. <laughs> Keeps you hydrated. Gotta stay hydrated. I put, my, I put my pinky up. You know what I'm Gotta saying? Stay hydrated. That's right. But uh, before we begin, if you haven't heard her voice, and I'm sure you have, uh, take a look at this clip. Dylan? Um. <laughs> Quick! Get Doc! Oh my god! What happened? I'm sorry. We needed propane. It's okay, baby. Doc's coming. Shit. Look at him. Marlena, there's no... I don't think Doc is... With her in my backyard. She loves it. Whoa, Bootsie! Stop! Hey, Katie! Ooh. Oh my! Bootsie, no, that's not your yarn. That's all right, dear. Cats love to play with yarn. Whoa! I guess cats love to play with tennis balls too. Bye! Bye bye! A new preschool show from the world of Craig of the Creek. Jessica's big little, Jessica's big little world. Jessica may look like a little kid. But what I'm trying to say is, she's a great little kid. Little kid. You're not small, you're huge. But she's gonna be big. I can handle it. I'm ready to be a big kid, see? She's got a big imagination. Hey, I look good when I'm big. Wish I do, honey. To help her navigate her big world. The Big Kid Playground. Come on! She's got this. Big Kid time, Jessica. Yeah! <laughs> and when she does it, her friends and family are there to help. Sometimes being a big kid just means finding another way. That's my girl. I'm proud of you. I don't want to be small Jessica anymore. I want to be big Jessica. She won't be small for long. Jessica's Big Little World. New show. That's such a You know, you have the, uh, the versatility to pull off so many different uh, reads. You know, you just played a 65-year-old grandmother. 
Then you played a, we'll assume, between 30 and 40-year-old, not soccer mom, but hockey mom. That doesn't happen often, especially with, you know, folk that look like us. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, and then, you know, your your commercial reads um, from the, the one where it's all syrupy and romantic, and then you have that that very emotional and and powerful uh read that comes out of you um it's 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 really something that a lot of people try to grasp and say man i i can't nail the commercial read because i can't relate to the copy or you know how do you sound that way um let's let's go back to a young trakina you know, way back in 19. <laughs> um, were you always, uh, well, I, I know you, so I can ask this w- without uh-huh. any bias because you're a bit of a chatty Kathy. I am. Were I you am. always a chatty Kathy growing up? No, I would say not. I always tell you that I'm a closeted introvert. Remember, I, I'm always telling you that like, boy, you know, I'm a closeted introvert. Um, I was shy growing up and it took a while to come out of my shell. It took a while for me to um, find things that I like and, you know, a group of friends that I like that I felt comfortable being myself with. Um, And so I absolutely loved Saturday morning cartoons and um and my doll babies do do people still say doll babies I, you know i i've never owned one so i can't say but let's go <laughs> let's go with that though i mean you know so um are you the the youngest no i'm in the middle child oh so my. i have older sisters and i have younger sister but yeah i i was the middle baby so you know that whole not feeling like you fit in here because mm-hmm. you, know, you can't really run with the older ones, but then you don't want to run with the baby, right? Because that's not cool. So, no, I'm the middle child. Uh, you middle children, I tell you. <laughs> us middle children are the bomb. Look at us. <laughs> Almost had an accident, but we're good. The light did not fall, and I'm still alive. That's great. Um, so, being the middle child, you got to experience what the older sibling had to go through, what the mm-hmm. younger sibling had to go through. Um, with those experiences, especially, you know, with the type of uh, auditions and, and things that you get, um, the characters that you create, have you pulled from, you know, personal experiences and say, you know, I, my sister used to act like this. So I, I know an old lady who who used to sound like this or act like this. Like, where do you pull What's in your your toolbox, your VO toolbox that you pull that's a reference to the past? Wow, absolutely. You know what? I still pull just from everything that's around me. And I think that's what all of us good voice actors do, right? Because, you know, I wasn't born a voice actor, so I had to work a nine to five. Um, the I worked for AT&T. I worked for AT&T back when it was still called, what? We went from Pac Bell to SBV to, to SBC. Sorry, SBV is a, SBC, is a agency. Yeah. SBC, and then went to AT and T. And now that that's stuck, so I worked for them for a while. So of course, you know how you have that boss sometimes that just be working that last nerve, one <laughs> in reserve, you know. So you know, and when I have a read like that, where I have to resonate with somebody like that who's just getting on you for so no reason, and they're getting on your nerve, I can pull from those bosses who did that. 
that when you 30 seconds late and, you know, you're like, well, dang, I had to get my baby to school and I had to go and find parking and I had to make sure I had a jacket. And they ain't trying to hear it either. Yeah, they certainly are not. So, you know, you anything. My very last job before I started to do VO full time was a government job working at the Section 8 office. For those of you who don't know, the Section 8 office, you're working with low-income individuals and you're trying to help them find housing. I worked at the Housing Authority. Very rewarding job, right? Because I felt like I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. Any one of those people could have been my auntie, my cousin, you know, my, my uncle, that they just wanted to be treated with dignity. But you've got some knuckleheads that come in there. That so there was a lot of fo- I remember I used to have this woman and she had this deep, raspy voice, and she would come in, hey, Trakina. You know, I ain't taking my diabetes medicine yes yet, and I need to eat something with it. And so here's a, uh, she would have this jack-in-the-box greasy, <laughs> greasy breakfast. She would throw it on top of it. And I'm like, no, she didn't. This is a pace of business. Well, you know, I got to take my medication, Ms. White. Come on, come on, stop playing with me. You know, but so you always have all these different characters. I say that working at housing really helped me with fodder different personalities and characters. I can I- imagine um, my mom taught school for ever. Yeah. And, um, you know, I as I got older, um, especially when I was still back in Florida, I would go and sometimes meet her up to the school and just walking through the hallways. And I'm talking about the elementary kids. Mm-hmm. The, com- the conversations at such a young age and you may have that that young lady or that, that young guy who is starting to mature faster than everybody else. So you're in the hallway and you're like, yeah, man, I saw her. She, she looking good today. And I'm looking around like, oh, that was you? <laughs> <laughs> who you looking for, man? I'm like, I ain't looking for you. I'm looking for Ms. Mosley. Oh, she down the hall, man. I, I could take you down there. I'm like, nah, bro, I, I got it. I'm like, how old are you? I'm nine. Oh, okay. You no, know, more than a little bit, huh? I'm Just telling that. you. But I, I do that too. When I'm out and about, sometimes I will sit there with my eyes closed and people may think I'm napping or sleep, but I'm listening. Mm-hmm. And if I hear a certain dialect or accent, I will kind of turn my ear and and get that bionic man. I'm focused. I'm like, hmm, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And now I'm I'm walking or driving, mumbling to myself in that accent, trying to mimic it as best I can. And, you know, sometimes when you're creating a character or you're trying to mimic someone, even if you don't nail it 100%, you still created a character. Mm-hmm. It may be reminiscent of that person. It doesn't always have to be 100% because that's how you can... Say, well, you know what? Somebody may email you and say, can you do a, mm, I'm trying to think of, uh, can you do a Taraji Henson? And maybe you can't do it 100% and you give it a go and you're like, yeah, I can't really match her. Maybe today ain't my day. But you go back and listen, like, but you know, that'd be a nice kind of sister girl, Reed. Let me, let me keep that one in the Rolodex. In case I need to 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 pull it out, do you do you find yourself doing that often uh, in in your travels? I do. Um, you know, I think one of the best things is to people watch. 
I love people watching. And there's so many times when we'll go down to San Francisco and we'll be down on the Embarcadero or by the bridge and we will watch people from the from the street vendors to the to the homeless to the the people who are selling. I mean, just anything, all of the people. And I love people watching and listening to what they're talking about. I love listening to their cadence, the the pitch, the pace, the tone, the, all of that, because it's all things that we can put in our tool belt, like you said. So I absolutely love people watching because it makes me a better actor. Um, you just mentioned Taraji P. Henson. Well, how many times do we get auditions and they'll be like, whatever uh -oh. show is hot. Remember, I like when Insecure was hot, everybody wanted Issa Rae. Uh, Woman King came out, everybody wanted a Viola Davis. Everybody, so we get that all the time, but we're not supposed to exactly mimic them, mm -hmm. but they want us to bring that type of energy. Yes. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. So that's the type of energy that we're trying to bring. You know, the our, the Gabrielle Unions or the, the Issa Rays. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not that. But, you know, that resonated with me when they were in this role. So I'm going to go ahead and do my version of that. Whatever it is that's going to make me authentic. Because that's what we're selling, right? Is the authenticity and mm -hmm. the confidence. And that comes through more than actual than the actual product. There was a lot of people who came up to me after that Carter's commercial and they were just like, thank you because I'm a mom and I be juggling so much stuff and I got so many balls up in the air. And there's times when I feel like I'm not doing nothing right. Right. But for you to tell me that I was enough and I really felt it. Mm -hmm. That they were like that. I had one person tell me I saw this thing over at Home Goods and it said you are enough, and I went and bought it because that <laughs> commercial. So you know, and that was really really sweet. I mean, because I'm a mom and I have kids and trying to juggle all the plates in the air. So when who that writer, everything just came together. And yeah, you kind of you kind of stole my thunder. I was going to ask as a mom um, yeah. when you when you get those uh types of reads do you say to yourself oh okay they they basically want me because i'm a mom i i got this um yeah. and you prepare for that because you experience it every day you know yeah. could be hey can you drop me off here hey mom i need this hey did, and, and you getting all these questions in your head or in your ear and you respond accordingly. And you're like, you know what? That that might work on this read. And you're like, yeah. How would I sound if I'm talking to my daughter? And you go, and you and the read comes out. Yeah. And before you know it, you're like, yeah, I, I think I nailed that one. Um, yeah. So let's shift gears. Let's actually downshift because, you know, for every after, there's a before. So mm -hmm. give us some before. Um, when did you realize that voiceover was was a, a thing that you wanted to pursue? I know you've done some some on some on stage stuff, uh, but when did you say, you know what? I think I want to transition from that to this. Uh, when did the bug bite you? When did the bug bite me? Um, you know how they always say hindsight is twenty twenty mm -hmm. because when I was telling you that I used to play with my doll babies and uh, I had different voices for my dolls, you know, back then, not, and, but I just thought I was just playing. Right. Mm -hmm. um, uh, 
watching those, like I said, those Saturday morning cartoons. And my dad loved Foghorn Leghorn. So we would play voices, you know, doing <laughs> stuff like that. I'll say, I'll say, boy, I'll say, I'll say. <laughs> I'd be doing that with my daddy, that type of thing. I um, realized when I got older and I found my voice, because in high school, I was like, you know, on the cheerleading team and I was in student leadership, vice president of my class, all that type of stuff. When I, I started finding my voice then. So when I went to school, I went to school for communications. Hmm. Um, turn at the radio station for a while. And that was a lot of fun. Um, but then realized I didn't want to be in radio because whoo, it's a cutthroat business. So for all you guys who are in radio, God bless you. <laughs> I really appreciate you and have so much respect for what you do. Um, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun doing that. Um, but you know, life happened. I, you know, we had got married, got my kids, all that type of stuff. So I had to provide, but when they got older, I said, you know what? I really loved communications. I really loved having fun and reading copy when I was at the radio station. I really loved all that stuff. Let me go back to that mm. and see what it is that I want to do and how I can use that and parlay that. Started studying about voiceover. I have this friend, mutual friend. His name is Armand Newton, as you know. Yeah. <laughs> and Armand, you know, was at the time um, on the on-court MC for the Clippers. And he was telling me, well, you know, you might want to do voiceover. And they're having this conference. It's going to be in L.A. at Anaheim. And it was called something like Voice 2014 or something yes, like that. Yes, I, I recall Voice yeah. Conference. Did you go to that one? I did not go to that. I, I got into the conference game. Uh, I went to the very first, that's, well, for me, my very first conference was That's VoiceOver in 2013. Uh, I did not go to voice because at that time I was broken, could not be flying everywhere. So I had to pick and choose what conferences I went to. My, how things have changed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My, how things. Well, yeah, no, he told me about that. And I was like, I didn't even know about that. Right. So I went there. And when I tell you it changed my life, I was like, oh, I found my tribe. Like, oh, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cole. Right. Because these people were like me. You know how sometimes when you're growing up and you're doing all those voices and you're being silly and your mama might turn around and be like, girl, stop acting so silly. Stop being so silly. Stop mm -hmm. acting so silly. I was like, oh my God, these people are like me and they're having fun like me and they're going in these different voices and they're finding joy and, you know, like all this type of stuff. And I was like, this is amazing. I started networking my behind off. Um, I was like, and how do you do this? And, you know, reading these different books and doing this and doing that. And okay, well, how do I find a demo producer? How do I find a coach? Well, how do I find this? I mean, I just, and soaked everything up, went to the YouTube university. Yep. Like a lot of us do. Yeah. And, just, and then and then the school of Google and between those two things started finding more and more people. And then I started finding people that I absolutely loved in different genres because, you know, there's different people who have that sports read that's like freaking amazing. Like, oh, and Dia's sports read and Dia Winslow. Oh, I love her. Watch Chef Kiss. Uh, Mary Juno, love her, right? And she's in all these different video games. And, you know, she's multi-hyphenated. She's got so much stuff that she's doing. But mm -hmm. different people who I started finding where I was like, I could do that too. 
And there is room for my voice too. And I could bring my own flavor to it. And I could just be me. And when I started being more comfortable being me, instead of trying to mimic anybody else, I started booking a lot more. I think that's important. You know, when you first get into this into this industry, into this business, um, sometimes it's hard to find your voice. Yeah. You you listen to someone that may have a close uh, voice pattern to yours, so then you kind of get entrapped and go into their website and listen to all this. Man, they sound just like me. I could probably sound like them, but then you realize, well, they're already there. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no need to sound like them if they're still here. Um, The more you start to focus on yourself and then you realize, you know what? I, I remember um, I was, there was a contest Mm -hmm. and the contest, if you won, you got a chance to go to VO Atlanta for free. And I remember one passage that I wrote I said, there's so many people out there trying to be the next, whoever the top VO person is. I said, I just want to be the first Trey Mosley because mm-hmm. that's all I that's all I know how to be. Yeah, you know, I, I someone can say, yeah, man, you can be the next, you know, James Earl Jones. Well, we already got him. You can be yeah. the next Dave Fenoy. Well, we already got him. Even though I can uh, mimic him pretty well, and I you mimic Dave <laughs> so good. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Don't you tell him that. But um, <laughs> And you're Keith David. Yeah. Oh my God. So I have these people in my head, but, yeah. you know, they're, they're alive and well and thriving and working. Yeah. I need to worry about being the first me. Um, and once I started to do that and you, you know, you kind of, it's, it's like watching Iron Man. He's building his armor. Once you start building your armor and putting it on, you're like, all right. This this what we got. Let's go get them. Good things happen. Um, so let's regroup. So you are juggling between being the mama, working with all the uh, the uh, folks at 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 HUD, trying to get, trying to get them hands. And um, how are you? Uh, balancing working there and all of a sudden you look at your phone and it's like I booked it but I'm still at work Mm -hmm. how did you handle those situations when you would have to find a way like all right do I miss this booking what am I gonna do because you know my job is paying me pretty nice but that's gonna be nice if I go do this job how are you able to balance that and, and make it all work? Ooh, I used a lot of sick days. Oh, my <laughs> God. I know they was like, this girl ain't never healthy. She need to get on some vitamin C or some echinacea <laughs> or some, <laughs> some elderberry or something because I used a lot of sick time. I used a lot of vacation time. There was times when I would schedule bookings on my lunch hour. And thank God that I lived close enough. I lived about 15, 20 minutes away from the job. So oh, if there was perfect. something quick, then I Mm -hmm. could hurry up. I could go home. I could do that booking for an hour. And then I had a home girl in the office, right? Who worked the reception. So I was like, yo, is Bruce back in the office yet? Our boss, Bruce. Yeah, look out. 
Right, right. She had, she was my lookout. I was like, is he okay? If he's not, because I'm gonna be late. She goes, okay. And I'll tell him you already, because it's not like we had to punch in. And then I would sneak in through the bag and do all that type of stuff. Even auditions was tough because you work in the nine to five during the day. And then, you know, I was coming home and I was helping with homework and, you know, I have girls, so they got a lot of hair. I was helping with, <laughs> helping with hair, helping with, with, um, anything that they needed, you know, mm-hmm. cooking, cleaning, this and that. And then I would have to do my audition. So I was maybe getting about four hours of sleep at night and then rinse, repeat and doing it all over again. I was, I was hustling, but it was a labor of love mm-hmm. because we love what we do so much that it was. A, so there was times when I knew that I was ready to leave work, but I was like, okay, this is funding the dream right now because I do not have it like that to do this full time. I'm not making enough money to do voiceover full time. So mm-hmm. you know, I had to wrap my mind around, I got to stay here and do what I got to do until I can do what I want to do. Um, but it was, it was a struggle. I'm telling you, I used up all my time and everything. And then when I was really about to leave, um, I ended up going out on, on stress for a minute. I was like, I just need some time to do this. Well, they was acting crazy too at the job. Mm-hmm. You know, some people call it the universe. I call it God. I call it Jesus. So, you know, God has a way of making you see, okay, this door is not for you anymore. This is not where you're supposed to be. You need to go and do what you're supposed to do. Right. So, I would be there. And then when the, when the clients started getting more crazy and outlandish and entitled, and then when my coworkers started acting up, I was like, okay, it's, it's time for me to go. Some other girl had went out on stress and I was like, you know what, let me try and go out on stress and see if I could do this full time for a while. So I did, I went out on stress. And when I was doing it full time, I was like, wow, I absolutely love this. But I was scared to take the, the step, right? So um, they told me, well, you can come back and just work four hours a day instead of eight hours a day. I got back. I'm telling you, day one, because you you know this story because I was on the phone with you when I did mm-hmm. <laughs> It was day one. I come back. They hadn't worked on any of my cases. They left all this stuff from me. There was all kinds of just craziness and chaos that I was coming back to. And I was like, you know what? I quit. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I quit. I left. Peace out. So I, I, I came and then I started doing this full time and had not lived back. But at that point, I had about nine to 10 months of mortgage payments set aside in the bank. And, you know, I had enough stuff to float me through so that, because, you know, this is a business of peaks and valleys. Highs so and lows. That, Amen. Yeah, famine. So that when I was, you know, in those low points where I wasn't booking or times were slow or what have you, okay, I got some money to fall back on. So, because, you know, your family still got to eat. Bills still got to be paid. They still coming in each and every month like clockwork. So, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, by that time I had saved up enough money and I said, okay, I'm not supposed to be here anymore. Let's go. And I remember calling you and I was like, I just quit. <laughs> nervous i don't know what to do now I'm like <laughs> just go do it you, you you have taken the first step yeah you know it, it's it's the the cliche of standing and and looking over that cliff like uh there's the waterfall and i know 
if I take this plunge, I know the water's there, but I'm scared to leap. And then as soon as you land, it's like, ah, feels good. Um, but it took me a minute because, you know, working, I was used to getting a check every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Woo, that first two weeks and that check didn't show up. And I was like, and then when I quit, it was December 2019. COVID happened, what, first quarter of 2020. 2020. So I was like, oh, my God. But you know what? COVID really leveled the playing field for us voice actors. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It really leveled the playing field for us because you couldn't go in a studio. So you had to work from home and you had to get up on what you needed to do. So and a lot of people work. were not ready to work yeah. from home. Yeah. So they, they yeah. Had to cast a wider net and they pulled you in. They pulled me in. They pulled a whole yeah. bunch of people who, you know, they, they had that one lake that they could just, and, oh, there's so-and-so, and, oh, there's so-and-so. And all of a sudden, well, you mean we can't go to the lake today? Sorry. Well, you know, like the Gordon's Fishman throw the whole net out there, and, and yeah. they start pulling us in. Because um, you and I weren't in those major cities where you could just run into a studio and doing that. We weren't in L.A., Nope. We weren't in New York. We nope. weren't in, so we had to to do it from home. And then t- things really started taking off. So I was like, wow. I mean, I know we're in a pandemic right now, but just uh, kind of working because these people are, are, are coming to me and recognizing, okay, there are other voices out there besides the the old reliables that we go to all of the time. So Absolutely. I think it leveled the playing field for a lot of voice actors. Cool. Um, so now we we have our our beginning where she had in, in the car like tonight on ABC, <laughs> you know, sneaking doing auditions and stuff. And I then show up with the card in conference rooms. <laughs> <laughs> so we go from sneaking in the bathrooms or sneaking in the car or, or, or driving to the house. You get to a point to where you're like, you know what? This job is for the birds. Mm, I'm done. And now you wake up that next morning and you're like, all right, I'm a voice actor. And not just for a few hours, but all day. And the next day is going to be all day. And the next, like, I'm doing this. Like, the first let's say 72 hours that you realize you were not going back and now you have this new future in front of you, you know, and I know you called me a few times, but when you were in those moments with yourself and, you know, sometimes when we sit with ourselves, especially embarking on things uh, related to VO, uh, you'll either have the naysayers, you'll have the doubters, or you may naysay and doubt yourself. Like, how did you prepare mentally and say, you know what? You 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 made this choice. So now you got to stick with it because that door is closed and you can't go back. All you have is the road that's being paid for you ahead. Take us through that. Yeah, it was either sink or swim, right? You said you wanted to do this, so let's go, baby. You better do it. Um, having a good community of folks around me like yourself 
And like some of my other friends that were in the business who could give me advice on what it was like when you guys first went full time, helped me out tremendously. So having that support system to help you, especially when you're doubting yourself or you're feeling like you have imposter syndrome, huge. Um, like I said, I had to get used to like, okay, I'm not going to be getting a check every two weeks anymore. So I got to hustle. Um, and you know, like I said, I made the leap December, 2019. I'm just now being like, when somebody goes, well, what do you do? I'm like, I'm a voice actor. You know, it's amazing. <laughs> the kids right? it out and like, do you right. know, have you heard me on this? Or they go, what have I heard you on? Well, I'm a voice actor. I was in the drive-thru at Dutch. Do you have Dutch Brothers out there? We do. Okay, you have Dutch Brothers. So for those who don't, you know, it's like a like a Starbucks drive-thru. But, you know, they have other stuff. They have smoothies and they have this and that. So I'm going to Dutch Brothers to get a smoothie. And they're making small talk. And they go, well, how's work today? What do you do for work? Just make a small talk. And I remember that was like, like you said, within that 72-hour period after I left. And I went... I'm a voice actor. Like, you know, and, and, a, re- a revelation hit you. Yes, I'm a voice actor. And they said, I'm sorry, you're a what? You know, do you ever get that? I'm sorry, you're a what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a voice actor. And they're like, shut up. We wasn't ready for you to say that. Like, we wasn't ready for that answer. Or we mm-hmm. thought you was running here on your lunch break to pick up a smoothie or something like that. But that's the beautiful thing, right? Because we can create our schedule. Time management has to be top notch and on point because a lot of times we're on call, right? Mm -hmm. So um, like for myself, I map out my day the night before. I map out what auditions are due, when, what might I need to stay up and do later on tonight because I'm in California, but on the East Coast, they want that by 6 a.m. their time. And I waking up at 4 a.m. Then I'll be sounding like Barry White instead of Trakina White. So let me make sure. (laughs) (laughs) that I get this, but we're always, you know, trying to do that. And then there's times when we think, okay, today is, is kind of slow. I can get some other stuff done or some administrative work done or some stuff done around the house. And then you get a call. I I don't know how many times I've been on the phone with you and you're like, Oh, the NBA call they need. (laughs) And I was at lunch and I had to hurry up and leave lunch so I could Mm -hmm. go back to the house. And yeah, there's a lot of times we're on call, but what a blessing, right? Because it's amazing. Like going back to that that commercial that I did. Yeah. I got to record in studio in San Francisco that day. It happened to be a gorgeous day in San Francisco. My daughter was home from school. So she came with me, but she went like to the bookstore or something like that. When I was done, we walked the city. We went and had lunch. We people watched. We did whatever we wanted to do. And I kept thinking to myself, this is amazing. I worked for two hours in gorgeous San Francisco. And, and I now you got the whole day to just. I got to spend the rest of the day with my daughter because I just did a paid booking. It was, you know, mm-hmm. so it was just amazing. And so I know that this is where I'm supposed to be. I can empathize or look at some copy and now to the point where I can just dissect it. Because, you know, when you first look at copy and you're like, oh, my God, what do, what do I do with it? You know, sort of mm-hmm. thing. But, Now we find that thing that resonates with us. Like they might be talking about, what don't I like? I don't like calamari. 
I don't like calamari. And it seems like every time I go out, somebody is like, oh, let's order the calamari. Ugh, calamari is chewy. It's nasty. It's <laughs> so it's so if they're talking about ordering calamari in the script, mm-hmm. I might replace that for shrimp because I love me some shrimp. But that's <laughs> we do whatever we have to do, right? Yeah. So that, you know, for that copy. So they say, I'm saying calamari, but I'm thinking, mm, that would be some good shrimp. You thinking shrimp. <laughs> you thinking right? gumbo. <laughs> Yes. Do what we have to do. So, but yeah, that's what. It, that's a long answer. I'll be giving you long answers. That's okay. I I, I, I knew what I was getting into. It's it's all yeah. right. Um. So, how do your daughters? So for me, I know my my family. It, it took a while for them to understand. Yeah. Um. What I do, you know, my mom, uh, in particular, uh, they. You know, sometimes our elders bless their heart. They don't fully grasp what it is. Uh, you know, to to my mom, well, now she can distinguish a promo from a commercial because when I first started NVO, she said, hey, I heard your commercial. I'm like, and I'm, and, you know, we're th- I'm thinking, I don't have any commercials running. I'm like, what you hear? You was on ABC about Nightline. I'm like, that's a promo. Well, yeah, that c- commercial. I'm like, because she heard her baby on TV. That's what yeah, she Yeah, that was, it, it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Now, like when I talk to my sister and she's like, yeah, they just ran your your spot. I'm like, what did you say? Whoa. Well, yeah, that's, that's what y'all call it, right? Because I, I hear you, you always saying, well, yeah, I got this spot. I did. I'm like, look, at, so they're learning the lingo. Because yes. now they they have such an interest into it. Um, I have a commercial that's running now and has been running for about two years. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. And um, she'll text me, hey, your spot just ran. I'm like, yeah. look at that, your spot. Oh, stop ah, it. Look at you using the lingo. Right. You, and the elders, too, because... What they you need to get a good job with them good benefits and yeah. stay on there for thirty years so you could get that pension and you could so you know I remember hearing that from my parents for the longest time we all did yeah for the longest time but my father also had an entrepreneurial spirit so once he got to the top notch he was the very first black postmaster ever um, all right now black history. All right. All right. So I was like, okay, daddy, look at you. But once he had made it to the top um, leadership in his career, he <laughs> left and started his own business. So hey, I had mean. saw that it could be done, you know, but he did what he had to do so he could do what he wanted to do. But yeah, you're right. When you talk about the elders and them not understanding, they're like, uh-uh. They didn't believe in job hopping either. I used to have a friend, uh, my oh, cousin, yes. who would job hop all the time. She better stop doing all that job hopping and burning them bridges. She ain't, <laughs> ain't going to have no retirement, no medical, no pension. <laughs> yeah, they they really, uh, they. but you also have to realize, you know, there's a, um, I have a, a poster in here. I haven't hung it up on the wall yet, but it basically says that I am my ancestors' wildest dreams. Yeah. You know, we're in a position that not even that long, not even 50 years ago, mm-hmm. um, I can't recall uh, any black voice actors. You know, when I was growing up, 
And when you were growing up, you had all the Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Yeah. Uh, you had Flintstones, Jetsons. And as an adult, when you go back and look at the cast, um, you know, it it was a, a, a lot of milk and no chocolate. So yeah. <clears throat> if you think about your parents' generation and, and my parents' generation, you either went to college, mm-hmm. got a vocation, went to the service, mm-hmm. you know, worked in the service industry. Um, so when jobs like this come about and they don't understand it because you're not working that nine to five, um, they don't fathom. Like, I remember when I, I told, I was telling my sister, uh, I told my sister the first time I went over six figures. And I'm like, yeah, I made it. She's like, what? Just yeah. from doing that? I'm like, yeah. yeah. I mean, my sister still can't believe that I make a living at this. She just told me the other day, I still can't believe you make a living. And, and, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and it's, it's a, uh, you feel a sense of like, you know, I'm glad that you're still here, that I can share this with you. Um, you know, it's it's a sense of pride, uh, especially for for people of color and, and people are starting to to recognize us more um, as as equals. Um, you know, a lot of these brands are giving us opportunities. They're still light years behind, but at least now you have some that uh, have proven some type of alliance. It's like, yeah. you know what? I'm a, yeah, let's, let's give such and such a shot and, and, and that kind of thing. Um, so I think for them, like you said, or like we said is so-and-so making good money as a, as a pool porter uh, on, uh, on Amtrak. I'm like, well, that's good. You know, I just did a commercial for Amtrak, <laughs> and, oh, and right. you know, it's like that's 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 the counter. Yeah. Um, like, well, my I'm, dad used to want me to work for the water company so bad. They got good jobs at the water company. You need to go on down to the water company. <laughs> like, what? What is going work on at, at the water company? <laughs> at the water company, he—that's where he wanted me. <laughs> mm, you gonna end up doing a commercial for some type of utility. If you haven't right. already, like I have, see there you go. For so the, for the power company. <laughs> so in, in essence, you you kind of did work for the, the for them, just yeah. not for them, but for them. It's yeah. a difference. Uh, exactly. Let's let's hop on to. I know something that's near and dear to you because you've been wanting to do it, and now you're you're getting more opportunities, and that's animation. Um, you have been, uh, you've been on Netflix series. You are with, uh, Spidey and his amazing friends. Um, you know, you're, you're starting to get your name out there in the animation arena. How does, how does that feel? That feels amazing. Cause even though I love commercials, commercials are near and dear to my heart. Ooh, I love telling you a story with an arc in 60 seconds or less. Uh, (laughs) I absolutely love them. But I I have all of this, I don't know, this, I don't know if I I call it silliness, and it's not really silliness, but I just I just have all of these things in me that I want to let out. And a lot of times when you get to animation, you can do that. And it's so much 
fun, you know, especially watching like Saturday morning cartoons. So when I got to do Spidey, that was amazing because Spider-Man's been around how many years? And now there's all these new iterations of it to mm-hmm. keep it relevant for the current generations. And so Spidey and his amazing friends was so cute. And I, I went to L.A. and I did that in studio. And, you know, the people who were directing me were on Zoom. So they're like, oh, I'm so-and-so and I'm with this creative management. And I'm so-and-so and I'm with this. And when I got to, hi, I'm Mike and I'm with Marvel. Oh, my God, you could have knocked me. That, yeah, that'll hit you. That will hit you. You're with Marvel? <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I didn't hear nobody else. Everybody else who introduced themselves, <laughs> it was just like, wah, 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 wah. I said, that boy said he was with Marvel. Woo! Mama, I'm in the room with Marvel. <laughs> That's when you know it's real. was something else. And then they showed the picture and, and what the character was going to be doing. And you know how you do your pre-life before you do it and mm-hmm. you know, make it more yours. And this, and it just was amazing and blew my mind. So being able to do that, um, I did the, this cutest little show, which look now that the strike is over, I can say on Netflix um, called Ridley Jones. And it's like, it's like Indiana Jones meets Night at the Museum, you know, but for animation. It's super, super cute. And she even has her little fedora hat on and she's going through the museum and all the little characters are coming alive at night. And that was so much fun. I got to be this mama stegosaurus dinosaur and play around. And that was so cool. And oh my God, that's my baby. My baby's my baby. Yes, your baby. <laughs> but it was so much fun. So yeah, I really want to do more of that. And now they're having so many um, cartoons for people of color so that yes. everybody's represented, you know? So, I mean, th- there was this cute Indian cartoon on the other day that my daughter was watching. And I was like, that is amazing. And there are voice actors, authentic voice actors that are doing that. Um, I just did my first promo. Yeah. How about it? For Cartoon Network. Welcome and it was for the show called Jessica's Big Little World. I know you know I've been trying to, to get in get my toe in your world for a minute doing that. Um and I was like, Trey, I want to do it. I could do it too. I could do I could do promo. <laughs> and I told you, I'm like, you know, because I know you had a few auditions. And um, you were like, they keep sending me. I said, hey, the fact that they keep sending you, you know, yeah. it just means you're you're on the radar now. Just because they didn't pick you doesn't mean you're not good. You just wanted to fit. But when you know, I I um I have such a love hate with movie trailer auditions. I know because. <laughs> that's so sad because everybody knows it. That's so sad. She's like, I know. Like already she, she's she's counseling me like they're there now. They're there. Tell us about what makes you feel so traumatized. Because I, I know that given the opportunity that I could just take it to the moon. You know, I I've, I've done a movie trailer for radio. And that's cool. And I'm not, I am not knocking at all, but you know, every voice actor, some will admit it and some will not. We have just a little smidgen of vanity and it feels good when you're watching something 
and you're clicking through and you see your spot and you're like, let me just look at me for a second. And it ain't even look at me. It's let me just hear me for a second. I was playing Madden today and, um, you know, even though I'm sitting right here and I'm playing the game and I can hear myself going, you know, we got an AFC West matchup between, and I'm like, <laughs> that's me. You know, that's me. Oh my God, that's me. Oh my God. My daughters and I were going to the movies. We're walking through the movie theater, finding our seats, right? I did a spot for Gold PT. My commercial. I remember those. On. Yeah. My commercial. Oh, in the theater? In the movie theater. Are you getting 300 watts of just. Yes, had in IMAX, right? Like, I was just like, oh my God. We were walking to our seat, and when I tell you, we stopped. Like, and, and we went, oh my God, that commercial was on this. And we couldn't even get out our phones fast enough because we were just shot. It's such a surreal moment. And Have they... I never get tired of it. It's just amazing. I'm always grateful and humbled and just feel blessed because I'm like, wow. Like, it's amazing. It is. Have the girls yeah. had that, that's my mom moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's You know, it's really funny. My daughter called an Uber the other day. And when she was in her Uber, they must have been a fancy Uber because they had like some type of iPad or screen or something on there. She was watching something. And why were they running my Uber commercial <laughs> in the Uber? And she's um, she sends me a screen. She recorded it. She was like, look, mama, I'm in the Uber. And your commercial <laughs> for Uber is in the Uber. <laughs> Yeah, no, you, you can't. Can, you can We get excited. You yeah. Or if we're listening to Pandora and a commercial comes on for Pandora, and it's cool. I love that my kids can see that I am doing something that I love, that I am following my passion and my dreams, mm-hmm. that I took the time to get trained and educated in it, right? Because the training and the coaching for us never stops. No. We're always always, you know, working with somebody or training with somebody, you know, our good friend Keisha Monk puts it best. She says, shoot, LeBron James has a coach. Serena Williams has a coach. What makes us think? They practice every day. Exactly. So we still need to constantly practice. So I love showing them that dancing in your passion is possible. So go out and do what you have to do so that you can dance in your passion too. I love showing them that. I do. Well, that's good. Yeah, like a huge accomplishment. It's a good move. I tried. So at the end of the show, um, as you know, this show is called Take Time Out. We like Mm -hmm. to ask our guests, uh, how do they take time out? Uh, when the when the mics are put away and the studio is closed and you've taken off the VO hat and now you're just Trakina. So I ask you, Trakina White, what do you do to take time out for yourself? What do I do? Well, I like good wine. <laughs> <laughs> so we're always discovering these different wineries, which is really, really dope. We discovered one the other day where it's on a waterfront and people actually come with their wetsuits and they jump in the water and they water ski and 
they get on paddle boats and they have food trucks come and then they, yeah, they hop out the water and they come out and they drink the wine. So, I mean, and then there's some where they have all these different shows and you can actually bring the family. So there's family oriented ones. So wineries have really evolved to just being kind of the stuffy, upper crust, unaffordable type of thing like that. And your lips so, all yeah, pursed. Uh, mm. Mm-hmm. You have to have mm-hmm. a certain palette for this. It's a yes, Chablis. Yes. There's notes of um, vanilla and <laughs> the Rosencrantz <laughs> from sixteenth yes, century. These are yeah. <laughs> California Napa wine. So no, but love going to wineries. Love spending time with my family and us having movie nights. And um, you know the weather's getting colder now, but we would put up the projector in the backyard. We have a pool, and we would get popcorn and make sliders and candy and project movies up outside and watch them outside. And that is so much fun. I love family time. I love hiking. So going hiking with my friends. Um, lately, I've joined this uh, this. Iron Man workout group that I've been doing lately. <laughs> and so discovering lifting weights, and that's been a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, you can cut up. I'm telling you, all kinds of stuff that just makes me smile. I'm going to do this new thing that's going to scare the crap out of me, but it's nighttime zip lining. So they have like neon lights and you don't know where you're going outside. Oh, we're gonna do it. So it's in this town called Sausalito, but we're gonna go to Sausalito and go oh. nighttime zip lining. Like just, I just love fun stuff. I love amusement parks. I love walks on the beach and <laughs> good conversation. <laughs> I, I love reading poetry from leather-bound books. Yes, exactly. With some port and <laughs> good cigar. <laughs> Bless your entire heart. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know I'm silly. I call you so many times. You know you like a brother I know. to me. I'm, I'm like, like oh what God. what adventures are we going to take with this phone call? I am telling you. Oh my God! How many times have I called you and you're like, "Girl, you are way too bad." I mean, <laughs> it's like maybe eight o'clock, and <laughs> I'm kind of up, and the phone will ring, and I'm looking. I'm like, if this heifer is full of vim and vigor. And it's like, Trey, good morning. And good morning, Trey. My finger is twitching because I'm like, seriously, seriously. What do you? What are you up to today? I'm like, I'm still trying to wake up. Oh, well, I hope you have a good day anyway. Like, uh, but you can't help but love it. I, 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 I love your energy, your passion. Um, one of my favoriteest, 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 favoriteest people. Um, and I want to thank you for carving out a little piece of time to take time out with your boy. Uh, this has been so much fun. Up, oh, almost forgot. Oh, what? How do the people that are watching this uh, fine uh, programming, if they want to look at your socials or? Go to your website. They may want to, uh, I don't know, hire you perhaps. How do the folks find you? <laughs> well, if you go to my website, my website is trichinawhite.com. So my name is spelled T-R-E-K-I-N-A. White like the color. Calm. So trichinawhite.com. My social is Trichina Talks. 
So you can go to Trakina Talks for Instagram and see a lot. And Trakina does talk. (laughs) (laughs) And go to my Instagram. And I post a lot of my work and interact with a lot of people there. I did this thing for the Calm app. And this mom sent me a picture of her baby and a little TP and her PJs listed to be reading her Jack and the Beanstalk. It was the sweetest thing. So if y'all want to interact with me on IG, then go ahead over to for Kina Talks, and we could talk about it. Um, One thing before we leave, I really want to say is, I'm so proud of you. Oh my gosh. You always follow your heart. And you doing this podcast right now is just another part of you sharing the gift of Trey with the world. And I could not leave here today without saying you are amazing. You are incredible. You is kind. Oh, here we go. (laughs) You is (laughs) important. But no, I am so proud of you. No, I love you like a brother and you are amazing. So my hat is off to you. I can't wait to see what you do next. Um, me neither. I can't wait to see what I do next. Um, you know, we, I have been through my own ups and downs. I have witnessed your ups and downs and, uh, you know, like Elton John, we still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Oh, and, um, you and I also share, uh, a, another, uh, common thread, um, certain little animation that I'm working on. That, That's right. <laughs> that you are my castmate. Talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, it, it's so ironic that you play basically an AI character. Mm-hmm. And here we are in, in real time worrying about AI. Yeah. I, that but mm-hmm. it's 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 crazy. But um I have a animation short that i'm working on um it is called the specialist and it's it's dope at least i think so it is so dope what do i always say about that project that project Project is favor (laughs) the world is gonna see that project that project is so dope and i like my little animated character she she black and she cute and she not lacking in the back end Shout out to the animation department to right. make sure that she is uh, culturally appropriate. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I remember uh, when when the auditions, when I sent out the auditions and, you know, a lot of the ladies, it was like I would hear one that would have this, but they were lacking that. Or they would have a whole bunch of this thing, but like, but I don't hear the... And... You know, I heard your read and I said, well, I have to listen to it and take friend Trey out of it because now I'm casting director Trey. And believe it or not, it came down to you and Andrea Winslow. (laughs) Oh, my God. Are you serious? I am so serious. And if I had any strands of hair (laughs) um, and, and I have never revealed that until today. Uh, you sure did not, because I would have been like, "Dang!" <laughs> yeah, and Diaz. Oh, so it came down to to you two, 
And uh, I listened and I listened and I listened. I tried to confuse myself and and I, I had one file on this side of the screen that I just click random and I'm like, all right, without looking at the file name, I'm like, I think that's Trakina. And, and I, don't, I don't know how I pulled it off. Oh, I, I know. I had it in Adobe Audition and I had both mm-hmm. files up and I'm like, click that one. Click that one. And then what I end up doing is I put both auditions on one long file. So they're running back to back now. And I'm like, all right. Like that first set of this set. It, it was hard. Um yours was director, huh? <laughs> yours, yours was probably the hardest. That character was probably the hardest one because I mean, I'm I'm the main character. That ain't nobody getting that. But um <laughs> I cast me. Ain't nobody getting that. But um, Miss, which is her name, M I S S, it was it was hard, and yeah. um, you know, you, there's this thing online that's a virtual coin flip thingy, mm-hmm. and that's what I I had to use. Yeah, because it that really, really good. It really could have been either or. Uh, and yeah. I said that once the show gets some type of traction and funding, that I would bring her back in some capacity because she is she is dope, and uh, yeah, she is. She'd be good to have you both on. Well, but listen. Speaking of that, oh, yes. that no, that all our castmates there are amazing. The wonderful, beautiful Rebecca Lee. Yes. Yeah, Octavius. And, and Torian. Oh, oh, I miss Torian. I miss, I miss, I miss <laughs> him doing this thing. Because, you know, we used to get on the... Yeah. Our, with our wine and our stuff. Yeah, we'd be on, on Zoom chats and... You know, those chats will remain where they are. And yes. uh, we we had a time or two. But, we uh, did. So you know, shout I'm, out to all of them. They're all like family. Yes. Yeah, but so happy to see them all doing their thing. They are. They are. Well, once again, um, this is the Take Time Out with Trey Mosley podcast. And we have been entertained by the lovely and talented <laughs> and goofy. <laughs> And silly. <laughs> and silly. And relaxed because she's drinking her wine as you, yes, you, know, I am. you know. It's getting lower and lower. It's okay. But um <laughs> hey man, uh she's one of my 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 closest and dearest friends and just good people. And uh like I said, thanks so much for hopping on. And uh for you fine folks that are watching, thank y'all for tuning in. And uh we out. Say bye to the people. Bye to the people. Bye to the people. (laughs) And we out of here. Thanks for listening to the Take Time Out with Trey Mosley podcast, part of the Titan Media Network. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. To see the video version of this, you can find us on YouTube on the Take Time Out with Trey Mosley YouTube page. Thanks for listening, or thanks for watching. Either way, we'll see you next time.